Hi, I'm Rachel Blackmore. I'm a coach who works with people who are struggling to find a successful, committed relationship with the one. And today I want to be talking to you about something I work with, um, with my clients about, and I want to share it with you. It's actually fascinating, so don't go anywhere. We all know that heady feeling of desire when we meet somebody new. We agonise over whether they like us or not, whether they've replied to our text or not, how long they've taken to do it. Um, you know, it's exciting and excruciating in equal measure. Um, we find ourselves wondering about our, our potential future with them and uh, and so on. So if, if any of that resonates with you, if you find yourself uh, recognising any of the things I've just said, then there might be reasons for your behaviour uh, and for the agony and the ecstasy that you experience in the early days, particularly of a relationship. Um, so today I'm going to be talking to you about your attachment style um, and how that impacts on your relationships. And I'm only going to be doing it in the briefest of ways because it's quite a, an in-depth subject, so I'm not going to get too in-depth with you today. So maybe you're the sort of person who falls head over heels in love with somebody almost immediately um, and then perhaps you get bored with them and you finish with them within the, a few months and you can't understand why, why that feeling just doesn't seem to last. Maybe you choose people who do that to you. Um, you know, maybe you're the type of person who gets really attached, uh, you become very clingy and you can't understand why you feel so insecure uh, and you'd like to maybe find some answers and some solutions to that to kind of give you a little bit of a break. And, you know, maybe you're the sort of person who finds yourself becoming involved with people who are very attached and very clingy and you wonder why you keep choosing people like that. Hopefully this video might share some light, shed some light on the subject for you. So you might have heard of attachment theory, you might not have done, uh, and like I say, this is a, just a very basic overview um, and it does go much deeper. And it obviously has an infinite number of variations according to um, the, uh, your, the individual really. But I think this is definitely worth considering uh, if, if you find yourself not having relationships that last very long and, and you're, you're finding yourself getting frustrated with that. So even if we're only skimming the surface here, I'm going to go over the three basic attachment types. And I want you to know that there is no judgment about any of this, okay? It's, no attachment type is better than any other, although you will find life easier if you are securely attached. So when we're babies or very small children, we form attachments with our main caregiver. That's usually our mum. So I'm going to refer to the main caregiver as mum throughout this video because it's just easier. Um, and I also want to say I'm not judging your mum in any way either. I mean, being a mum's really hard uh, at times. So with your primary caregiver then, you will have developed an attachment style that is either avoidant or anxious or secure. And I'm going to go through what those mean and, and how they impact on you. So depending on the way that your mum um, related to you when you're a baby and a small child will impact the attachment style that you will have formed with her. So, for example, if your mum um, decided to go with the sort of Richard Ferber um, way of, of 
raising a baby, as in baby gets into a very rigid routine, she will only feed you every four hours, not when you cry, not when you're hungry, but every four hours you will go down for a nap regularly, not when you're tired, but you know, at regular intervals throughout the day to get you in that very um, uh, rigid routine. If if that happened, then, you know, what the chances are, you will have uh, cried because you were hungry. And sometimes if it was on the four hour slot, your needs will have been met. But at other times, they wouldn't have been met. So if you cried after two hours because you were hungry, your mum wouldn't have fed you. Uh, likewise, if she met your needs with in terms of being bored or needing to sleep or whatever, sometimes if it was at the allotted time, you would have been put to sleep. If, if it wasn't, you wouldn't have been. So you learned that your needs weren't always met. Sometimes they were, sometimes they weren't. So you became insecure because you couldn't read the situation. Um, so that would mean that you were... Um, uh, I sorry, completely lost my train of thought there. So that would have meant that you were an um, anxious baby because you couldn't be sure that your needs were going to be met. That you, it might have been that your mum was very busy. Maybe you've got lots of siblings. Maybe she worked. Maybe she had postnatal depression. But in any of the above scenarios, she wouldn't have paid you very much attention. So if she wouldn't, ha if she didn't have time for you and she didn't meet your needs at all, you cried and she very rarely came, you would have become um, an avoidant style of attachment. So you would have become pretty self-sufficient. You would have learned that your needs weren't ever met and so you had to meet them for yourself. Obviously, you wouldn't be able to feed yourself and change yourself and all that kind of thing, but for the most part, you became self-sufficient. You didn't rely on anybody to meet your needs for you. So you would be an avoidant attachment style person. If you were the sort of baby who cried and your mum fed you, or you cried because you were tired and you were put to bed and all your needs were always met, then you would become a securely attached baby because you could rely on your needs being met almost every time you had something that you needed. So that's the three attachment types. You've got the anxious attachment, where sometimes your needs were met, sometimes they weren't, and you couldn't rely on that. You've got the avoidant attachment, where your needs were rarely met, so you became self-sufficient. And then you've got the securely attached person who, or baby, who would have relied on their mum to meet their needs whenever they needed her to. Uh, and if we fast forward then into adulthood, we can see these attachment styles playing out in your adult relationships. So um, adults with attachment, uh, anxious attachment styles will be quite needy in relationships. Um, they might be fine when they're together, but uh, at, if, as soon as your partner leaves you, you might start fearing that they aren't going to come back. So you can't rely on, on that. So you might find yourself texting them just to check that they're thinking about you or just to check that they, they are still on for tonight or whatever. You know, you might find yourself, you might find yourself ringing them just to, just to make sure that they're still there and they still love you and they still want to be with you. And that's quite difficult for you, but it's also quite difficult for them. 
particularly if you're with somebody who is of the avoidant style. So you can imagine you're very if you're a very self-sufficient person and you don't rely on anybody else, you can actually be quite suffocated by somebody who is very needy and, and very insecure. Um, so if you're an anxious person with an avoidant person, that is actually quite a difficult relationship to play out. If you're a secure person, you can do pretty well with either. I, I mean, to an extent. So if somebody keeps ringing to check or texting you to check that you're still there, you're, you're going to be quite, you know, accepting of that and you'll reassure them and get on with your day. Uh, if you have somebody who doesn't reply to your texts because they're an avoidant attachment style, then, you know, again, you just think, oh, well, that's OK. I'm, you're secure enough to just carry on and, and know that they'll perhaps reply to you later and not get too worked up about it. So the, the insecurely attached person can feel, uh, can, the anxious attached person can be, can be quite overwhelming uh, for people and the avoidantly attached person can be quite push-pull. It can be quite a difficult relationship to read uh, because they want the human relationship, they want that closeness, but there's something that makes them very uncomfortable about it if they are avoidant. So what I want to sort of point out today is that if you have found yourself becoming involved in the, the type of relationship that makes you uncomfortable, then perhaps it might be worthwhile in the future looking out for signs of that. So if you recognise in yourself that you are an, an, an insecure, uh, anxiously attached person, it's probably best if when you realise that you're becoming involved with someone who is avoidant, and they tell you one day that they see a future with you and then the next day they say, oh, I'm, I'm busy for a week, I can't, I can't see you for a week and you, you're texting me too much. It might be worthwhile nipping that relationship in the bud. And I know that sounds quite cutthroat, uh, but, you know, pe people generally don't change and it, it's, it's much better for everybody concerned if you, you recognise that you're not going to do very well with this attached you know, attachment style person, and uh, you know it can. Um, it, it's worth it's worth thinking about. Hello, Chris. Nice to see you. Um, and hello, Sarah. I can see that you're watching too. How nice. Thanks. Thanks for joining me. Um, okay. So you need to be sure about what you want for the rest of your life. You need to be sure about getting involved with, with the right kind of person, with the right attitude uh, or, or attachment style. So um, I, I do want to reiterate that that's a very simplistic overview of, of quite a complex idea. And also there's, there's lots of sort of subcategories within those three categories of attachment theory as well. And if you're, if you're interested in it, John Bowlby is the person who um, came up with this idea. Uh, you know, and again, there's no criticism. We're all unique, wonderful human beings. We're all perfect exactly as we are. And we just need to make sure that we are with someone who suits us, uh, who is right for us, who will make us feel happy and secure and not suffocated. And, you know, um, so as I say, this is something I work with with my clients. If you're interested in exploring this a little bit more, then by all means, get in touch with me.